Here's a thought I'll title, White is not a tone. It can't be, photographically anyway, because if you photograph something that's absolutely white and you show it, you print it, as it were, on white paper, well, a white object on white paper is not going to be visible. It'll completely disappear. I've talked about this in a couple of other Here's a Thought commentaries, but I want to take it one step further. Normally speaking, we think of white as being a tone. It's lighter than the lightest possible gray, but it can't get any whiter than white because that's what white is. It's total addition of light. And as I've discussed before, we can't make things that are absolutely white or they won't be visible in the photographic print. So what we have to recognize is that white is actually a kind of gray. It's a very delicate gray. If it's too gray, it's dingy. If it's not gray enough, it's just white, and we can't see anything at all. So it's gray. But I want to take that one step further. It's not that we need to make our whites gray. It's that we need to make them textured. Take, for example, the classic first-year photographic exercise of making a photograph of an egg in the shell. Well, the egg is white, and if you make it white against a white background, you won't see the egg. So the first thing we learn is about modeling, about having the gray disappear around the edge of the egg, and that gives us some three-dimensional definition. But there's also texture in the egg. In the white part of the egg that's facing the, the source of illumination, eggs have a little tiny bit of texture. And if we can control white by controlling texture, that gives us a real clue to how to strategically not lose whatever the object is against the white background. Take as another example, photographing a white wall. Well, a white wall is not perfectly textureless. It could be, I suppose, if it were made out of something like white plastic. But if it's made out of anything other than a perfectly smooth surface, there's going to be a little texture to it. Even plasterboard painted white has a little texture to it. If you look at it closely, you'll see that it's not pure white. There are little flecks of gray in that white that give us the impression of a texturized wall, even if it's very, very lightly texturized. There's still some detail there. So instead of thinking of white as a tone that's lighter than light gray, think of it as a tone that is light gray, but still holds texture. White is a measure of texture, not a measure of tone. That's what I'm trying to get at here. There are probably some obvious examples like the sun. The sun is too far away for us to see any texture. But the moon is a better example, I think, because with the proper exposure, we can see texture in the moon. And if it goes all the way to white, it just looks like a hole in the paper. So it's the texture of the moon that we're trying to photograph. And that requires a very delicate balance and a very delicate processing. But we can also control how visible that texture is by adjusting how gray the gray is in the texture. White is, as I've said before, one of the trickiest 
things to produce well in a photograph because it has to be done exactly right. But determining what is exactly right is where the rubber meets the road. And I think in this case, I'm suggesting that a way to think about this is not trying to get the right tone, but rather trying to get just the right amount of visible texture in whatever the white object is that you're photographing. Copyright 2024, Lenswork Publishing.